Hello everyone, I'm Ellis Traub and this is Money, Business and More. Today we're going to spend the next 15 or 20 minutes talking about education. It's a broad subject we could talk a whole week about, but to keep it within the attention span of most of our listeners, I'm going to focus on just two aspects of it. The first will be to consider education in the context of what we've already spent a lot of time talking about, value. The value of higher education in today's climate, and whether it's worth going into hock for the rest of a young person's life to get it. The other discussion will center on my preference to provide constructive suggestions for improving anything that I feel worthy of criticizing. And I believe there's a lot to criticize about the way education is being offered today. So let's get into the value issue. The question very much in public debate today is whether a young person should incur the cost of a college education. On one side is the conventional wisdom that anyone hoping to make a decent living in a competitive world can't do it without at least a college degree where once you had only to graduate from high school to enter the workplace and earn a good living, now the word is getting around that if you really want to crush it in this world, you need a graduate degree in something. The other side of this debate is simply that you don't need either to be a success. Well, I'm here to tell you that education ain't what it used to be. Back in the day, you went to school to learn stuff, Elementary school, you learned the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. And you then went on to high school to build on what you'd learned in the first eight years. You learned things like algebra, trigonometry, and calculus. You might have learned the rudiments of a foreign language. And you learned more about using the English language so you could communicate well. You also learned about other countries, and you learned about how our democracy operates so you could intelligently participate in its government as a voting citizen of the Republic. Most important, you had to know what they taught you, or you couldn't move on to the next grade. They didn't grade on a curve, they graded in absolute terms. And if the class flunked as a whole, a teacher would get fired. So they worked their rear ends off to give you what you needed to learn. And the texts and pop quizzes were designed to genuinely test it. When you graduated, you had every reason to be proud of your accomplishment. And by the time you were ready for college, you were really ready for it. You could go right into the advanced courses, pick out your electives, and get to work. Today, they grade on a curve. Kids say they have to cheat because everyone else does, and competition to get into good schools is just too keen to take the risk. Awards are given for just being there and promotions are allowed to avoid the prospect of hurt feelings. I won't even talk about the things kids come out of civics classes thinking about. If kids suffer from a lack of self-esteem today, is it any wonder? Only the few that have been raised by their parents to ignore their peers and do their best to learn what's being taught and let the chips fall where they may if they fail, earn the right to be proud of themselves. So by the time they graduate from high school, they may or may not be ready for college, and the cost to the colleges for remedial studies does nothing but elevate the cost of college for the students. So let's get off the soapbox and get back to the question of whether you should bother going to college, especially 
if you're going to have to pay the enormous cost over the rest of your life. Unless you've been one who's fortunate enough to have adequately prepared yourself for college, never mind your grades, just consider whether you're satisfied that you sucked up all the learning you could get out of your high school and feel confident about it, I would say no. Don't bother with college. Do you yet know what you want to do for your livelihood? Most kids at that stage of life either don't know or they've been steered to a premature decision by their parents' wishes. My observation is that most millennials are pretty damned independent, don't have all that much respect for their parents, and believe they're entitled to a sizable paycheck just because they sat all these hours listening to someone lecture at them, and they got grades that qualified them for a piece of paper that says they graduated, whether they learned anything or not. Case in point, I recently had a very sweet and earnest young lady ask me for help. She wanted to start her own business. She was 20 years old and had an associate's degree from the local community college, and she was going to continue her education at a local four-year college in the fall. She told me she'd worked for two different employers and had decided that she didn't want to work for anyone else anymore. I asked her what business she was interested in starting up, and she told me she had thought long and hard about it and had decided she was excited about the idea of opening a nightclub. Have you had any training in the hospitality management business? Have you worked in a nightclub? Or have you attended bar or served food? Well, no. What kind of a nightclub are you thinking about, I asked. Turned out she wanted to open a club that would serve excellent dinners, that would have superior service, since she loved all kinds of music, the club would play all kinds of music. Oh, and yes, it would be open for breakfast and lunch as well, going into the wee hours. And it would feature poetry readings as well as other avant-garde kinds of attraction. Well, I asked her to describe her typical customer. She said she wouldn't turn anyone away. Ideally, they'd be between the ages of 21 and early 30s, but she would do what she could to attract all ages. Would she serve alcoholic beverages? Of course. And she'd make lots of their money from cover charges, 20 bucks a person, and on some occasions only 15 for women. But she also planned to charge 20 bucks for hookah rental, which could be split among as many as four people. Well, did she know that smoking pot was still illegal for recreational purposes? Well, she didn't think of that, mostly because her friends do it. But she said, I guess we could offer tobacco only. You see where I'm going with this? Now, I have a practice of not discouraging anyone from realizing their dream. I figure if they're interested enough to come to me for help, it's worth my time to try to educate them. So I take them through the same process I generally recommend, creating a mission statement, doing the market study and research necessary to develop a feasibility study, and deciding for themselves whether they can succeed or not. This young lady was going to require a lot of work on my part, but I was willing to see just how far she was willing to go before she discovered on her own how much is involved in starting and running a business. Hopefully she would be eager enough to realize her dream to get all the education she needed to be successful. She may be more naive than many of her contemporaries, but the benefits of completing all the trappings of a conventional college education in terms of time, money, and the potential lifetime burden is far less inviting for them. I'll be back in just a minute with another idea. 
you know that you have access to a personal mentor to help you with your business issues? Whether you're starting a new business or trying to improve the way an existing business runs, you'll find them at SCORE.org. This is the website for SCORE, the Service Corps of Retired Executives. It's an arm of the U.S. Small Business Administration and consists of thousands of volunteers in more than 300 cities across the United States. And the best part is that their services are offered at no cost to you. At SCORE.org, you can enter your zip code and find a list of local mentors, each showing his or her areas of expertise. And you can schedule your own appointment at a convenient time and location. SCORE also offers a variety of regular workshops presented by professionals in their fields. You can see a current schedule of those events and pre-register on the spot. Some general classes are offered free of charge, while others have a modest fee, which is usually discounted for pre-registration. Check it out! SCORE is the place to go to find someone whose experience may be just what you need. So let me propose a great alternative. Team schooling. Today, for a pittance, you can find anything you need to know about anything online. The problem for most of us doing it is that we lack the self-discipline to go hard at it and complete it. With team learning, if you're serious about learning all you need to know about a subject, find from one to four other people that do it with you, and you can save money by pitching in for the cost and watching or listening together. Then you can discuss each element of what you've learned, making sure that each of you fully understands it. If you miss something, you can listen or watch it again. And at the end of the day, you'll all learn what you wanted to, and no one's left behind. Compare that with a conventional classroom. Not only does it cut the small cost substantially further, it provides a fun way to help each other. Studies have shown that you don't really need an instructor to explain information you receive. With a team to do it with, the sharpest help the slowest, and he or she learns still better in the process. So everyone learns. Discussion is the best way to get it, and with the groups holding each other's feet to the fire, there is little chance of losing interest in bailing out. There are a lot more benefits as well. well let me give you a few. First, there's an abundance of sources out there for this kind of learning. Just Google online learning and you'll find nearly as many opportunities for learning as there are accredited colleges and universities in the U.S. to apply to. In case you're wondering how many of those there are, there are 2,618 at the moment, according to the Association of American Colleges and Universities. And I Googled that to find that out. Second, you don't have to worry about being accepted. You just pay your money and you're in. Third, can you imagine sitting in a crowded college lecture hall and if you missed something or you didn't understand it, stopping the professor and asking him or her to go over it again, please? Ha! No matter what institution you might attend, you're still stuck with a one-size-fits-all model that satisfies only those who are in the middle of the bell curve when it comes to getting it all. The beauty part of team schooling is that you can go at your own pace, go back and repeat things you missed, and even email questions as they come up. That way you can get written responses and study them rather than having a professor answer you verbally, and if you still didn't get it, intimidate you into letting him get away with not explaining it well enough for you to understand it. The people who teach the courses are generally vetted and well-qualified. 
not only well qualified in their subjects, but have good reputations as being engaging teachers. But if you don't like the way one teaches a course, unlike a typical college, you can take your business elsewhere and find someone else to teach it better. Fourth, you're not going to be graded. It's up to you to be satisfied that you've learned what you wanted to learn. And because you're in charge of getting that education, it's up to you how well you succeed at it. When you complete a course, you'll have the satisfaction of accomplishment as well as new knowledge to make you more valuable to the world. In case you don't know what you don't know, it's up to you to determine what you need to know to pursue a particular career and then start with a Google search to see what you need to know. Make sure you understand what you need to know and if you don't, use Google to drill down more and Wikipedia or the like to find out the basics. In any event, there's nothing out there you can't learn. And by helping each other with the self-discipline problem, there seem to be no downside. Another great benefit is that you can cherry-pick whatever you need to learn and not be stuck with having to take courses that you have no use for, instead of having to take a required number of electives to stack up enough points to get credentials of a diminishing value. Beats the hell out of having to major in something just to convince some employer that you're supposedly qualified to meet their needs. Now, this website is not intended to prepare you to get a job with a big company and satisfy some human resources interviewer that you should be allowed to work for them. This is a website whose purpose is to prepare you to start or run your own business. You know your own qualifications, so you can hire yourself for whatever is important to you. We're here to support small businesses or entrepreneurs who want to start their own businesses. So our recommendations are based on doing what's best for you. There are a bunch more reasons why you should think seriously about steering clear of formal education and save your valuable time and money. The bottom line is that you simply will not get anywhere near the value for your money that you got back in the day. Let me take a couple more minutes to add some thoughts about what you should want to learn from whatever education source you might decide on. The whole concept of public, formal, or higher education needs to reflect the needs of the day. Because technology is growing at an exponential rate, and the methods of doing business and the skills required in business are growing fully as fast, it's important to realize that education lasts only so long. In today's world, it's actually necessary for everyone who earns a living to be re-educated just about every three years. To expect to be able to do that in the traditional educational environment is absurd. No one's going to be able to take a year off every few years. So because updating online resources is in their DNA, you can pick the discipline and keep up with it all in real time, without the sacrifice or cost required in any other way. Today, the 200-year-old educational paradigm of a sage on a stage, starting and ending with a bell ringing, spewing out facts with students furiously taking notes, and then having to regurgitate them in closed-book exams, is as obsolete as the Industrial Revolution that gave birth to it. Today, the only paradigm that makes any sense, especially one that will work for students preparing to enter the workforce, is one that teaches a student how to find what they need to solve problems and critical thinking to isolate and validate the result. Students would take exams that present problems and give them not only open book exams, but more today, allows them to use any device they want to access the Internet. 
instead of demanding a degree from an applicant, a typical employer would simply say to the applicant, here's one of the problems we're encountering now, how would you solve it? For the entrepreneur or owner of a small business, team schooling would produce the same result. And that's my take on education today. 